Ooh, something spicy in my throat. Welcome to the JB Font channel. Good to see you, folks. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome to all of you that are tuning in this afternoon to the JB Font channel. I am your host, James Fontleroy. Just to let you guys know that JB Font channel is also available on all major podcast platforms like Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So you can subscribe to me there. I'm also part of the Revolutionary Blackout Network, so you can find me on the JB Show on Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RBN, as well as the Roundtable at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RBN as well. Please make sure to give this show a thumbs up, and if you are new, please make sure to smush down that subscribe button just to you know let me know that you're there and that you enjoy what you are watching. If you do, I may promise you strawberries this time. You never know. I may promise you Twizzlers. I don't know. If I can give it through the screen, I probably would. Please also make sure to, if you are feeling a little bit more generous, then if you guys would like to subscribe to my Patreon or my coffee, you guys can do that as well. I actually have the links scrolling right down here in the Chiron below. So if you guys would like to do that, that's great too. Or if you guys would like, just please make sure to not only share this uh, on social media, but share it among friends, share it among people who you don't even agree with. Uh, you know, so uh, yeah, I, I appreciate it. That's about it. It's good to see everybody here. It's so good to see everybody here in the chat. Uh, so good to see you, Miguel. Also, good to see you, Jess. Nice to have you, and thank you so much. I came up with it myself. I also dressed myself this morning. Let's do a little clap for me. <laughs> Beverly, so nice to have you as well. Um, David, so good to see you. Nice to have you as well. All right. So good to have you all here in the chat this morning. Morning afternoon sorry i'm still in the morning in my head so this show this program today is something that i i i, I want to apologize to you first if you're coming in here and seeing the thumbnail and the title you saw on the thumbnail and the title will smith who has been in the news this week because of what his five fingers said to the face. And you guys also are pretty much privy to the information about what's going on in the world. First off, I would like to show you guys what is actually going on and why Will Smith is trending, if you don't know. And I'm also going to give you my opinion as to what is going on and why the hell did I decide to leave my window open especially while I'm streaming what in the hell please don't
we shall press on. So, um, let me share my screen really quick. Uh, so that you guys can know exactly what happened. Some people just don't know. Some people have no idea. Some people just don't care. It, it doesn't matter. But we're going to talk about it. Okay. So this is what happened uh, Sunday evening. Live at the Oscars. That's what happened. Wow. He slapped him. Smacked the shit out of me. Yep, he did. Lick my name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a GI Jane joke. Keep my wife's out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? Okay. That was a. Uh, this wasn't stage. Okay, Look at him. So we are here. He's trying to get back on track. He does not know what to do. To give an Oscar. Yeah, that happened. Um. Hey, World Program, it's so good to see you. <laughs> World Program says, some fast and furious activity going out there. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, what happened? So, apparently, Chris Rock made a G.I. Jane joke about Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. Apparently, Jada Pinkett Smith suffers from alopecia with, and, and also an autoimmune disease. And so, she decided to shave her head. By the way, she looked bad in that. She looked fierce. I'm, I'm just being real. Like, that, her head shave looked good. I'm just being real. It looked real good. Like, mwah, chef's kiss. And a dress, perfect. Flawless. I love it. But from that's just me from a fashion side of view. But from this point of view, Chris Rock is, you know, he's joked about them before. And this isn't the first time he's joked about Jada Pinkett Smith at an award show. In fact, during back then, during the hashtag Oscar So White um, debacle that happened a few years back, Jada Pinkett Smith decided to boycott the Oscars because they typically had, uh, you know, people who are overtly you know, uh, winning and being presented who are white. And Chris Rock actually said that the likelihood of, uh, uh, you know, of... He basically says something to the effect of the likelihood of Jada Pinkett, you know, coming, not, not being invited to the Oscars is the same likelihood of him, of, of him being invited to see Rihanna in her panties, something like that, something to that effect, something that was a lot more harsh back then 
than this lame-ass joke. And so Will Smith decided he chose violence. And after hearing some perspectives, number one, it didn't call for all that. It didn't call for that. I, in my opinion, think that Will Smith overreacted. Was what Chris Rock said, was it idiotic? Yeah. Was it lame and whack? Definitely. Like, a G.I. Jane joke, really? Like, kids in middle school can come up with a crack better than that. But, at the same time, did Chris Rock know about her medical condition? As somebody who is disabled, was it ableist? Yes, but I also will say that it was probably unknowingly ableist. Sometimes people will say things that may be ableist and they just don't know that they did. I'm willing to give him that, right? And with that, someone like Will Smith should have pulled Chris Rock aside and said, hey man, I understand that you're a comedian and with comedians, nothing's very sacred, but this is what my wife is going through. She spoke about it publicly and I would just like for you to honor that and, you know, leave my wife out of it. He could have pulled him to the side. And he could have even said, if you do this again, I will rock your shit. And there will be no cameras around. He could have even said that, right? He should have said, I, I, I will rock your shit Philly style. Okay, Pumpkin? He could have did that off camera and just been like, okay. But he did it on camera. A showy display of strength. Nah, dude. Nah. She rolled her eyes. She didn't go. She just went. Like. It didn't warrant that. By no means am I a pacifist. Because I do believe in fighting oppression and fighting against your oppressors. Oppressors, Yes, I, I'm not a pacifist. But when it comes to defending something, that was extremely mild and tame. He just used words and it's like was that warranted for violence? Was it really like people are saying, oh, he was defending his woman. He could have defended his woman in a better way than that. He could have. But he didn't. And on top of it. Was he. 
was he insulting her character, her herself as a person, who she is? It was basically just your ball headed like GI Jane. That was the joke. Like, like, bro, you could have came up. Like, he could have came up with something better than that. Like, for real, for real. Like, really, dude. Like, you've been in comedy for what? 30 plus years and that's the best you can do but at the same time it was the oscar so he had to keep it tame but even still dude and then on top of it really will smith's frustration was really after years and years and years of people not just one comedian of people talking shit it got to him it just did and i understand the anger but at the same time, sometimes it's not about how we act, it's how we react to the situation. Um, let's let's go to some comments because I know y'all got some opinions. Uh, let me see. Chris Rock is a good comedian, cool-headed man. I mean, he took it like a champ. Like, like homeboy took that slap like a G. Let's be real. Like, it was just like, all right, Will. It was like, slap. Okay, Will. You know? So, he he, he did take that. He, he he could take a hit. That's one thing I can say. Um, Whatever man said, where was Will when Jada was uh, in an entanglement? Mm. You know? And, and, and the thing is, is that, like, like with, uh, you know, fellow... YouTuber nappy headed jojoba said she said like look they put their business out there and they kind of was it was it her it was somebody who said somebody said like when you put no no I'm sorry it wasn't nappy headed jojoba it was actually D.L. Hewley he said when you give someone the stone to throw at you it kind of makes it hard, you know. She put that out there, you know, and he sat there and you know and and let it be out there instead of it making it something that's personal behind the scenes. So, you know. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I mean, you do have a point. Where Pilgrim says, I have a feeling that the producer, Will Packer, manipulate the situation somewhat, like how people get manipulated in reality shows. Wind people up, put them in the same spot, and let the sparks fly. Maybe, maybe that happened. I don't know. I honestly think that it happened without, like, because, because why would he put Will Smith in a position where he might lose his Oscar? Because guess what, the Academy, you know. Are, is basically questioning whether they should take Will's Oscar away from him that he won that same night. Why would they put him in that position? You know? If they did decide to do that, that is foul as hell. And they will do anything for a buck, especially just to increase ratings. And yeah, we don't watch the Oscars. In fact, I didn't watch the Oscars. And by the way, the only reason why I knew about this is because friend to the show, Savvy Sabs, was like, hey, JB, take a look at this. And I was like, oh shit, what happened? And this is what ha- happened was. 
Um, so yeah. Uh, let me see. Yeah, he could have defended her verbally, and it didn't have to be live on stage. Um, S. Water says Chris could have given Will and Jada a verbal beatdown. He showed his character by being the bigger man. Uh, he also says Jada should have taken the G.I. Jane joke as a compliment. G.I. Jane was a badass. Maybe she just wasn't feeling it that night. Sometimes people don't feel things at that point in time. Sometimes it's just like, whatever. But even still. Will Smith. And the, the things that have been said about him leading up to it. Were... In some ways, some some men will regard as emasculating. The whole entanglement thing. Things like that. And it was almost like a showy display of... I'm sick and tired of people fucking with me. And I'm going to use Chris Rock as an example. That's what it seems like to me. I'm going to make him an example. So that you guys stop messing with me. Nah, bruh. I just don't... Nah. I mean... Nah, I wouldn't have... I just wouldn't have. You know? And... My primary reason for speaking about this is... Some people are talking about Chris Rock and they're like, well... You know, Chris Rock, you know, was classy because the way he took it. It's like, yeah. Chris Rock has made his definite mistakes before. Um, definitely. And I mean, the mistake he made before. Ooh, ah, uh, yeah. Things are coming to light, and people are going to come out about this. So. Um blackest white guy I So take a look at this and I'll meet you guys on the other side. He's the blackest white guy I fucking know. And then and then all the, the negative things we think about black people, this fucker You're saying I'm a nigger. Yes. You are the niggerest fucking white man <laughs> I have ever Oh, oh I don't think he he could do that. Oh, uh, I don't think he has those there's qualities. There's only two. You, I, I, I mean, no, you don't even understand. Really? You don't you don't really know him. Like I've worked with him. No, like you're been no. about. Uh, no. I wouldn't use it anywhere. No, exactly. These two, these two. We use say that nigger on stage. On stage. You guys don't. That's a, <laughs> yes. It's yeah, that's a two teams that's here. The that's exactly. between, like, yeah. That's right. That's right. We say nigger on stage, you guys don't. But that's definitely a pairing. Who, who says nigger on stage? We don't. Well, you just you, did. Yeah, That's right. Uh, yeah. You and me say no, nigger in private. No, no, these two, <laughs> <laughs> these two guys don't. I don't believe he says it in private. I've mind. given it up just because it's played. I don't believe it's played. Yeah. I don't think you've ever said it probably in your life. No, no. Think, no. Yeah, that's a, that's a big huge difference between you and me, I think. 
Well, you, you found the humor of it. Yeah. I haven't found it. Right. Nor do I seek it. Wait, what did he say? So, so <laughs> wait, find a way. Make humor of it. Yeah. I haven't found it. Right. Nor do I seek it. Well, you, you found the humor of it. Yeah. I haven't found it. Right. Nor do I seek it. Why? Why was Jerry Seinfeld? the braver one in the room. Jerry Seinfeld was the braver one to say it. Have I liked Chris Rock as a comedian? Yes. Are comedians perfect? Absolutely not. They also go by a rule that nothing is sacred. Let Louis C.K. have said that shit around Godfrey. Let Louis C.K. have said that shit around Eddie Griffin. Need I say more? Chris Rock gave him a pass. Like, and then encouraged it. Was like, yeah, man. Look, I'm going to put it this way. You are free whatever to say the hell you want. Whatever you want. But you are not free from the consequences of your actions or the things that you say. You're just not. Seinfeld said that he never saw the humor in it and never seeked for that. Whatever you stand on the issue, you cannot deny that you should be accountable for what you say and do. And if you get mad at people for holding you accountable, that's on you. Now, do some people overreact in certain situations? Yes. Is this one of them? Nah. Nah. Mm-mm. Because he didn't knowingly know how hot of a thing that is. He did it knowing, knowing how spicy of an issue it is. And knowing how black people feel. You know. So, people are saying, oh man, Chris Rock is a classy guy. Trust and believe he made his mistakes. So, so. case in point. Um, 
So yeah. But even then, even then, despite what happened, that slap that happened on Sunday, it has turned from, oh damn, to something that you see going around and is going to be talked about at least for a week, at least for a few weeks. But what is it actually doing? What is this doing to us, right? Look over here. Nothing to see here. Oh, look at Will Smith. He's slapping the shit out of comedian. Yeah. It's a distraction in my in my opinion. Beverly says they gave Cuomo an enemy, they gave Obama a Nobel Peace Prize, all capitalist bullshit. And then people were saying, oh well, Will Smith should have been, you know, they should have called the police on him, blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, if you're gonna do that, then condemn and get the Emmys back and revoke the winnings from people like Roman Polanski. Then do the same thing for Harvey Weinstein, um, and uh, do the same thing from other people who have done some gross-ass things, you know. Yeah. Uh, She's Black says, Will and Chris Rock are both Zionists. Fuck both of them. That too. Um, Yeah, Mad Scientist Mike's, wow is the right word. Um, and yeah, I do respect him for for standing up there, but Sein, <laughs> Seinfeld did some stuff too. Um, it may have not been to that degree, but he did some. Well, I'm not gonna say it may have not been to that degree, but he did some stuff. Um, Matt Scientist Mike also says the comedy scene is full of propagandists for the establishment, just like the entertain, just like all entertainment. I can barely enjoy any media anymore. And you know what? That was the thing. Um. Any any person who used to watch BET's Comic View, you saw some propaganda there. You just didn't know it. Every single time a comedian talked about Bill Clinton being the first black president, just to try to make him more palatable to black people, even though he was doing some bullshit against black people, that was propaganda. Especially when he signed the '94 Crime Bill, as well as ending, you know, welfare. Yeah, that was propaganda. Uh, so yeah. Um, uh, Baba Yeager Pepper says Louis C.K. is a clown for even feeling like he can say that shit for everyone to see. Wow, bro, you got do? I don't. Um, yeah, I don't. Um, I don't get the last part, but thank you very much for that comment. Uh, Mass Scientist Mike says I need to come to places like this to know what real people are up to. Thank you so much. Oh. Uh, Will Pilgrim says I remember this clip. Seinfeld was the only one to explain why going there wasn't his cup of tea. Thank you so much. Venus says I'm a white man and I have been 
watching on YouTube, all the black stars basically justifying and praising and supporting Will Smith. Nothing for Chris Rock, pathetic, wrong, pro-violent people. Massine Smith, they're running out of Ukrainian kids in hospitals to show on the news, I guess. That's true. Uh, Venus says, the extremely wealthy black community of Hollywood and elsewhere are supporting Will Smith because they are clueless to what really matters and is extremely upsetting. Um, yeah. Did you know that there was a protest going on against um, Jay-Z and Beyonce? Did you know that? They were protesting the hotel that they were holding their party. I guess it was an Oscar party. They were protesting that because of the treatment of workers. That should have been bigger news. Especially from a lot of black commentators. But they didn't talk about it. I know the Bank Sisters talked about it. Go ahead, subscribe to their channel because they did. And they talk about very good things, you know, that you should subscribe to. Very good people. Um, I had them on a couple months ago. Brilliant, brilliant people. Yeah, they both are. So give them a sub if you haven't. Um, so... I'm going to show you what it was a distraction from. Okay. This is what it's distracting people from. Right now, the United States is doing sanctions and taking money away from Afghanistan, thus starving people, particularly children, to death. The slap by Will Smith should have been what I like to call a two-hour scandal. Oh shit, he slapped the shit out of him. Two hours later, back on topic. The United States government loves when things like that happen because then it distracts away from things like this. What's going on in Afghanistan? Babies starving in Afghanistan. What else? Um... They keep it, 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 it really is a distraction. And yes, I am talking about it, but I'm gonna be honest with you. That was that was purely clickbait. That was really clickbait to get you in so that you can watch this video and then you guys see my commentary on it, and then guess what? Boom! I hit you guys with the geopolitical issues that are going on in the world. Because Will Smith slapping Chris Rock is not a big deal. 
is not really a big deal when you look at it in comparison to other things. Yes, I have opinions on it, and I share my opinions on it, and that's fine and well and cool. And it shouldn't have happened, because guess what? I'm team no one. I'm not a team for either or, because guess what? It should have been handled in a different way. From a comedian side, as well as, you know, a celebrity side. And plus, they're both rich. They're both rich. Look, look, a smack on my face. If you smack me in the face and I got as much money as they got, I'm going to laugh that shit off. Because, number one, I'm going to heal anyway. And he probably didn't even hurt that bad. Whatever. Whatever. Look. People are starving in Afghanistan, right? People are starving. Children are literally dying in Afghanistan. I really don't give a shit about, you know, that in retrospect. Like, I'm not going to say I don't give a shit. I... I care to a small degree. I literally spent 30 minutes of this entire stream just talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock. And that's all that I'm willing to give because I'm using that to juxtapose that to what we see right here next to me. Because this is the issue at hand. This is why I wanted you guys to come here. This is why I put the tags in there so that it just so I use that to point you in the direction of something extremely serious because guess what? This is what happened. And this kid could give less fucks about what's going on between two rich celebrities and this is what's actually happening. Did I contradict myself maybe a little bit? But the ends justify the means, though. Because guess what? I wanted this to be the focus. What's going on? The United States is literally, you know, exacerbating a crisis in Afghanistan and helping starving kids. They're starving children. And not many people are talking about it. What else aren't they talking about? Before I get to that, this is very interesting where our pilgrim, Kisa Banks of the Bank Sisters, was quoted in a New York Post article about it. That's very interesting. Um, I hope it garners more eyes to their uh, to their channel because they're doing great work over there. Hey, Cryptisha, good to see you. Nice to have you joining us today. Christian uh, says that I'm right. None of this is a big deal, and both of them were equally wrong, too. Thank you so much. Venus says, finally, the same person. It's so nice to hear your voice because of the insanity of the world. Thank you for your show. Thank you so much, and, and welcome. I wish I could offer you cookies through the screen. Some nice chocolate chip macadamia nut cookies. And then you can sit around, maybe have some nice tea with a little bit of honey, maybe just a splash of lemon, you know, and put your feet up. See, Chris Rock should have been more considerate of Jada's feelings with this, with his joke, and Will could have handled it better, in a better way. But the incident does not affect anything important. Yes, but as much as people are talking about, you would think that it was a deeply important issue. 
you would think. <laughs> but it's not. It's not. And no, Uncle Phil, I have not seen... Will is not here. He's not. I'm sorry. By the way, R.I.P. James Avery. He was also Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Beautiful performance. Also, in the Iron Man cartoon, he was Rhodey. Um, Terry Connolly, good to see you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um... What else? What else is, is is going on? Let's take a look. Oh no, whatever, man. Don't 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 beat me to it. I, I already beat you to it. Mm-mm. Nope. I already got a plan. Homeboy, ho- homie, I got you. I got you. Whatever, man. We we here. We here. Alright. Okay. What's going on? What's going on in the world? Let's talk about it. This is in Yemen. Trigger warning. Sorry. That's in Yemen. By the way, the bombs that are going down in Yemen are bombs that are created by the United States. The United States literally sold weapons of mass destruction, weapons of war, to Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia is bombing Yemen and killing and massacring thousands it's more important than a slap people are condemning Will Smith when we should be condemning the US government Saudi Arabia, the Saudi Arabian regime, a fascist dictatorial regime that literally cuts queer people's heads off and and views women as second class citizens are bombing people in Yemen. Let's keep our priorities in check. 
because guess what? This is being done in our name. And it's sick. That's what happened in Yemen. And it continues to happen. And this war has been going on for over seven years, by the way. But, unfortunately... JB, when will Russia let Brittany Greener go and come back and relieve her of those crazy weed charges? I actually haven't been keeping too much, up too much on that story. Um, I heard about it passingly. Um, I think she's a, a basketball player. Um, but if that's the case, then yeah, that that that's some bullshit too. Um, but yeah, Corona. Ursa says, are the Saudis attacking? Yes. Yeah. Because what's really going on around the world? Like, like real for real. This is absolutely asinine. And the crazy thing is, is that you, you have our media, the corporate media, who turns a blind eye or they'll just talk about this stuff in passing and part of the reason why is because there are a few shades darker than a Ukrainian that's what it is and also the perpetrator of this violence either directly or indirectly is the United States government and so they don't want it to be talked about Look over here. What did the five fingers say to the face? That's basically what it is. Look over here. Nothing to see. Oh, no, no, no. You don't see them starving children. You don't see them people being blown to bits. All you see is two black men smacking each other on an award show. What else is happening? What else? There's more. But wait. There's more. Unfortunately, there is more. I ain't stopping. Oh, to continue on that Afghanistan thing? Yeah. Starving little girl was given bread so because she was starving. Oh, 
She has on. Does she have? Don't turn away if it, it you know. It, it, it's heartbreaking. This is what's happening in that side of the world. Because the United States decides to do sanctions against it. Let's go to the article. Real quick. I don't like the BBC that much, but hey, look at the headline. It's like it's like hell here. The struggles to save Afghanistan starving babies. If we had never went to Afghanistan in the first place. If we have never tried to go after Afghanistan's oil fields, if we had never tried to extract the opium out of Afghanistan, if we had allowed their government to democratically elect someone, whoever they wish, to have the say in their own government instead of the United States trying to put in puppet regimes maybe just maybe babies wouldn't have to suffer and yet because people try to make the United States the police of the world now you have these horrible heartbreaking images that are coming out of these countries because of what is going on. And I'm going to get some flack for this, but I don't care. When you vote for someone to be put in power, especially a president, when it comes to the position of commander-in-chief, what they do at that position, you indirectly own because you voted for that person knowing the type of person that they were and knowing what their values are. I hope that you have extreme and deep regret if you voted for Joe Biden. And please do not give me that butt Trump bullshit. Because guess what? If you voted for Trump, he would have did this too. In fact, he was allowing this to happen still. There were third options. There were third options. And you didn't go for them. You went for one of the two that this this result was still going to happen. And if you regret it, great. Now you have learned your lesson. And let's continue to go against the duopoly as they commit these atrocities around the world.
Terry Connolly says the U.S. government spreads nothing but death and destruction throughout the world. Couldn't have said it better myself. Where Pilgrim says, I imagine there will be a prisoner swap or something like that at the end of the day. Yeah, regarding um, yeah, regarding the, the basketball player. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just want this to stop, to be honest with you. Uh, Matt Scientist Mike says, thanks for sharing the real issues of our time. They are way more important, I think. Thank you so much. Um, whatever man says the video should have stamp reading U.S. foreign policy. Yeah, definitely. Yep, definitely. Um, and another article. I'm actually going to put the link for this article in the chat, but I just want to share it here. I'm not going to read the entire article because I want uh, Ahmed to get full credit, but Ahmed from the Black, uh, Black Agenda Report, uh, by the way, great site to get your news from. Uh, Margaret Kimberly and Danny Haifong are actually a part of this group, and so if you guys can... You know, so, you know, subscribe or you know, you know, look more often here. If you guys like to read articles based on the news, they are really great. Um, and subscribe to their channel as well. Black Agenda Report does great reporting, and I have a deep amount of respect for for their uh, journalism. Uh, this title this says as U.S. renews support for Saudi war in Yemen, civilian death tolls nearly doubles. Doubles the death toll. Um, and the subheading says Joe Biden's pledge to end a war against Yemen is yet another broken promise. U.S. ties to Saudi Arabia and the commitment to the military industrial complex keep that war raging. You want to know what's super ironic is the fact that the United States always talks about going up against dictators, and yet they continue to be friends and allies with dictatorships that are committing mass atrocities in the world and saying, oh, well, you know what, you know, they're good for us, only because of some, because number one, they're capitalistic, and number two, they have some resources that they want. Never mind the actual atrocities that they commit. Never mind the atrocities that are being committed by you know, Saudi Arabia under MBS, Mohammed bin Salman. Never mind what's going on in Israel against the Palestinians in Gaza. Never mind that. Never mind what's going on in Somalia. Never mind what the United States has done to Libya. Never mind that. Because apparently, we just had to police them. So yeah. Go ahead and give the Black Agenda Report a, um, a follow. You know, and read their articles. Give, the, give, them, some, give them some web traffic. Because they do really good work. Oops, that's too small. I did not mean that. JB, JB. 
Um, and that new plate there. All right, shared for all of you guys. Go ahead, have at it. You beautiful people. But yeah, um, it's 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 bad over there. And um, one more thing. Let's share this really quick. What's going on in the world? What's going on? Right? What's happening? That was a video of a 12-year-old Palestinian girl being arrested for protesting the displacement of her people. There are currently ongoing protests in Nakab in the south of Palestine over the displacement of thousands of people. And the displacement of these people is being greenwashed by Israel saying that their only goal is to plant trees. Dozens of Palestinians have been arrested and detained while protesting their displacement. And many, like the 12-year-old being arrested in that video, are children. Israel has imprisoned around 12,000 Palestinian children in the last 20 years. And Israel is the only country in the world that tries children in military courts. Many of the children imprisoned by Israel are arrested for throwing stones, which holds a sentence of up to 20 years. The video are children. Israel has imprisoned around 12,000 Palestinian children in the last 20 years. And Israel is the only country in the world that tries children in military courts. The world that tries children in military courts. Israel is the only country in the world that tries children in military courts. Israel is the only country in the world that tries children in military courts. Did you hear that? I I made it repeat over and over so that it solidifies in your mind. Trying children in military court. Children. Military court. Like, really? You're going to sit here and tell me that that is just? Because they threw a rock at a tank? Because they threw a rock at a tank? You gotta be kidding me right now. We're on MSNBC, CNN, Fox, um, ABC. When the New York Times or the Washington Post are you gonna see stories like this? Put in a child in military court because they decided to throw a rock at a tank. To throw a rock at a soldier. And you mean to sit here and tell me that, oh, they're, they're terrorists. Because they threw a rock at a tank. They literally arrest a 12-year-old girl protesting 
the apartheid conditions that the Israeli government is doing against Palestinians. They, the military police arrested her. Many of the children imprisoned by Israel are arrested for throwing stones, which holds a sentence of up to 20 years. And the Israeli military courts that often try Palestinian children have a conviction rate of 99.7%. So now- 99.7% conviction rate for children, and they sentence them up to 20 years in prison. Now you can understand the resilience and the bravery. That's what's going on around the world. Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. All right, whatever. 12-year-old Palestinian activist protesting the mistreatment of her people gets no attention. Usa, Usa. Why are why is this not being told to us? Why is this not being flooded on the news to see? Because The oppressors are controlling the government. The oppressors are running shit. And this is conducive to their ends, to their goals. This is what they want. Because they need to learn how to keep those damn people in line. And if they have to thin the herd, they are willing to do so. It is capitalism. It is white supremacy. It is colonialism. It's just... It's just atrocity after atrocity. I like what Zoya said when I was on RBN a couple weeks back. She said a lot of times these things are a mere distraction to keep us from actually doing, you know, those Palestinian, uh, the IDF, I'm sorry, the, the Israeli Defense Forces who are doing things like that against that 12-year-old girl among many other people, who did they train? They literally train our police forces here in the United States. If they have that regard to the darker skin Palestinian people over there in Gaza, and guess what? They they use that same prejudiced really white supremacist type of thinking and training against us here. And they take that with them. 
and it keeps the exact same mentality going on here. What's the difference between a Palestinian and a black person living in the hood? Language. That's pretty much it. It's just language. That's the difference between us. This is why people like me, I stand with them. People who are oppressed. People wonder why I get angry. They do this shit. Alright, so I'm not even going to turn on the, the volume. Fuck it. These are the people that train our police. And people, especially those of us who live in, you know, disenfranchised areas that are constantly being probed and, and, and ran by police. The police are basically an occupying military force in this country. And so we continuously see this day in and day out, day after day, people dying. And people wonder when they get this mentality, where they get this training. Case in point. Because guess what? Oppressors do what oppressors do. And yeah, that's basically what it is. Beating up oppressed people just so that they can keep them in line. Going back to the chat. Gary says, says, without drug legalization, we are rebels without a cause, revolutionaries without a revolution. Um, let me see. 
Gary says those not busy being born are busy dying. And so it is. Thank you so much for that. Miguel says all humans are more alike than they are different. Absolutely. We all need health care, housing, food, water, shelter. We all need body autonomy. We all need education. We all do. Because we're human. And we are definitely more alike than we are different. We need security. True security. Not this misplaced security that they think that we should have. And yes, it is deeply evil, Cryptician. Thank you so much. So good to see you in the chat, Tony Plow. And yes, I do think that we should have drug legalization, but I also think we should have a nationalized healthcare system. I'm not even saying single parent anymore. This is look, this is me putting my 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 my, uh, my stake in this. I think that single payer is too weak. I think single payer is too flimsy. Mm-mm, no, nationalize it all. That's it. I'm standing there. I'm dying on that hill. Nationalize it all. Mm-mm. That's where I'm at now. NHS style. Do it all. Because yeah. And then full drug legalization. Let us be able to get, you know, legalized drugs out of CVS. Keep it under lock and key and let only people over the age of 21 get it. That's fine. Cool. All right. I'm down with that. Let people show their ID so they can get it for, you know, at at 21. And then the pharmacist gets a key, unlocks it, or gives it to you behind the counter. Whatever. But full, full, yeah, full legalization. Um... Also, you know, there's just so much going on, you know, right now that is more pertinent. Unfortunately, I also think one of the reasons why the whole sensationalism behind uh, Will Smith's slap is because people go through so much bullshit in their lives that they need some type of escape even if it's something that's that's juicy like oh my god he just slapped him on stage people have so much drama in their life due to oppressive forces and due to interpersonal drama that they have to escape in some way shape or form and so this is a means of escape it's a means to be able to say well, at least I don't have their problem. Am I am I wrong in that? Am I wrong in making that judgment? Not necessarily judgment, that assessment. Am I wrong in that? Because it feels like it's just like with reality TV. It's 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 escapism to escape from that. But the thing is, is that the government knows that, and they actively use that in order to push people to not look at the atrocities in the world that they are committing so that the government can t- can continue to do 
what it does and then they'll just lie to you and say we're spreading democracy quote unquote and so they continue to allow this to happen because it's good because it's basically watch the birdie and because you're watching the birdie you're not watching what they're really doing it's just they are it's a weapon of mass distraction and that's what it is and there's a lot of things that happen that are weapons of mass distraction that continue to perpetuate within especially pop culture today that gets us to take our eye off the ball now is it good to escape once in a while yeah it is definitely good to escape it is absolutely necessary because you'll go crazy if you don't but it gets to a point where it's basically the talk of the town like all day every day and then next thing you know it's just like like and, and I was a victim of it too let's be real I used to <sighs> confession time I used to watch Wendy Williams daily daily Mrs. Holder yeah I used to watch her daily and I used to be distracted with celebrity culture now part of it is because I'm nosy as hell I just am let's be real look I know who I am I know the lane I play and I'm gonna be real with you yeah I'm nosy yeah I want to know people's business I do but it's not to the point where it's so pertinent for me to know that I'll suffer if I don't for me it's more what's happening in the world that is causing people to either die or suffer and talking about it to create a sense of outrage so that people are driven to change the change it so that instead of people dying people are thriving you guys are very conversational in the chat what's going on let JB in baby um let me see Gary says says we must let the drug warriors know that they will be held to account that there will be no escape from justice. The perpetrators of the war and drug atrocities will be hunted to the ends of the earth. Thank you so much for that. Uh, yep. Thank you, whatever, man. Yeah. Uh, either way, the insurance companies do the most to block people getting what they need. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right on that, Tony. Yeah, and definitely cryptician. Sensationalized celebrity escapism. That is exactly what it is. Tony Plow says, Chris Hedges, The Empire of Illusion. I think that's a book. I should get into that. Doing an audio book. 
because I cannot keep my attention up for nothing. Just like comedy and entertainment and books, it is an escapism in a way to open your mind to different ideas. This is from Picture This New Media. Nerd Culture Vlog. Thank you so much for your comment. Um, they also continue, that is why wokeism is new entertainment, is a way to propagandize the masses. Now, I will say this. The original intent of being woke was a positive thing. It's just now people are unwilling to educate someone on why being woke is good. And then they just condemn them and leave them to the lurch if they make a misstep instead of being educators as well as uh, adhering to restorative justice if somebody makes a mistake or a misstep or is educated in the wrong way then it is up to us to correct the record to give someone you know the correct education based on these things not necessarily always see them as an enemy but turn the enemy into a friend you know what I mean make that you know not make them but encourage them to learn more so that they can be educated on these things and so that they can you know go in that more right direction that is not oppressor adjacent you know what I mean so there are some who have took it in a more a more I don't even know the word but they took it in a different direction that makes people look down on being woke that's the best way I can put it. My brain's not all there right now. It's somewhat there, but it's not all there as far as being able to say exactly how I want to say it. But thank you so much for the comment. Um, but yeah, so that's what I want to talk about. You know, um, because a lot of times we put so much stock into people who are, you know, a famous person is just a person that's really well known and they're just on a higher part of the tax bracket. That's all they really are. That's, that's it. So... And yeah, some of them are talented and, you know, they, they, they hone in on their craft, which is nice, but yeah. So yeah.
Uh, actually, this is a good point. Um, picture this new media says it was co-opted by the DNC and they made it an ugly and laughing stock by the right wokeism. Yeah, yeah. I mean, neoliberalism, they did a number on those of us who are actually, you know, trying to affect change from a social level. Uh, and, and a lot of us are actually trying to change the social level, uh, by changing the economic level first, because you have to have that bedrock in order to do it. Um, so that's one of the reasons why, you know, it's like, yeah, we talk about LGBTQ issues, but, uh, I'm going beyond acceptance. I'm like, no, what about nationalized healthcare so that trans people can get their reassignment surgery so they don't have to use a fucking GoFundMe just to be able to afford it? What about those of us who are on PrEP or those of us who may be HIV positive and we need the medications but we can't afford it? So, yeah, no, it, sh we, it should be just given to us for free because the pharmaceutical companies actually get the patents from our public education uh, our public colleges and universities because they come up with these from the R&D, the research and development, and then they buy, you know, the formulas or the patents, and then they keep them on lockdown so that only they can make money off of it. No, fuck them. Keep it public. Open source the shit. And let's have it free for everybody. No, I'm sick and tired of just, like, people sitting there and going, you know, um... You know, oh, we just need people to be more accepting. I'm like, no, make it so that the systems do not uh, oppress these same people so that they can then in turn be, you know, accepted on a systemic level regarding their health, their education, their food and their housing. Make sure that is, in a, you know, uh, as solidified, acceptable for them. And then everything else will pour in the social sphere. Let's legalize, you know, let's legal, in my opinion, legalize all drugs. But I mean, we can start off with weed and take, you know, and take out all the nonviolent drug offenders out of prison. Defund the police on the road to abolition so that we can actually make sure that especially black neighborhoods, you know, you know, get what they need. You know, and go on the road towards reparations so that black people can actually be true, you know, citizens on equal footing in this country. So that's how it's done. It's done from a systemic, concrete level. You start off with that base, right? Healthcare, housing, food, education, things like that. And then you build from there. And when everybody has an equal footing, and when people who are usually in the basement are brought up to the to the bottom floor so they can all be at that at least that concrete foundation and then you can build up from there then sky's the limit for everybody but i'm just a silly socialist right but thank you so much for that comment you brought up a really good point um Tony Palau says, Russell Brand did a great summary on of the slap conversation. No need to immediately jump on a team. 
there are many layers to the topic. There are very many layers, and the thing is, is that this is why I'm I'm, I'm team nobody. I refuse to be on the team for this because there are, there are two wrong people and two people did something wrong. And you know, but that's beside the point. You know. And um, they're two rich people. <laughs> that's basically it. Um. LGBTQ, LGBTQ rights, the rich LGBT, L, uh, sorry, LGBTQ brought the 2008 White House. Yeah. This is why identity can be perverted into being an oppressor. Just because you're gay doesn't mean you can't be any less of an oppressor. Just because you're black doesn't mean you can't be an oppressor. Just because you're a different gender does not mean you cannot be another oppressor. You can, and they will co-opt your co-opt your ass, and next thing you know, you become the oppressor. So, I agree with you on that, because guess what? J. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover played for my team. J. Edgar Hoover played for my team. And what did he do? He he was head of the FBI who basically killed Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. J. Edgar Hoover. You know what I say to J. Edgar Hoover? That's what I say to him. Because guess what? I don't care if he was gay. He was still an oppressor. Mad scientist Mike says, white hippies tend to use the term woke to show that they follow populist conspiracy theories or new age stuff. It means different things to different people. I used to think it meant social conscience. It actually does mean socially conscious. But the thing is, is that it's gotten to a point where it's been co-opted by neoliberalism and uh, I think we need to take it back from them and part of being socially conscious also means um, focusing in on the economic disparities that has been brought about by capitalism and those economic disparities uh, are, are continuously also the driving force behind the social disparities that we continuously feel within this nation. And so it's funny because if you talk to Zoya, I actually asked her a question. This was actually off camera. And I asked her about how women were treated in the Soviet Union at the time when communism was at its height. And women were treated as first class citizens in the Soviet Union. Gay people were pretty much accepted in the Soviet Union, from what I can tell. I, I I am willing to be corrected on that, but so, you know, when it comes to these capitalistic forces, somebody has to be on a lower level. 
And so it, it, it forces socially people to be put on different levels because somebody has to be over one another. That's the way the system works. The economic system that places one person over another also affects socially putting one person over another. And so this is one of the reasons why I say that capitalism helps breed white supremacy, which helps breed why we're in the situation that we're in. Oh, good to see you, Omar Rana. Says that slap may have ruined a big part of Will Smith's legacy. I wonder if he'll ever fully recover. Eh. Look, it's just like canceling big celebrities. It's not going to happen. People will forget. And then they'll bring it up at the end of the year when they're doing an Ender 2022 review. And then people are like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was big. And then next thing you know, forget again. They're going to forget again. Gary Seth says that's what government is supposed to be about. The mitigation of individual impulse to oppress. Uh, Tony Plough says, I don't know. I think Will's legacy is already submitted by the mid-2000s. In 100 years, if anyone's still alive, people will remember the Fresh Prince and Men in Black and all that. Not the slap. Not King Richard. Yeah. Yeah. We will remember the lyrics to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air way farther in the future than we'll ever remember that slap. That'll be just a, oh yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. Anyway, and then we'll continue on. That's all it's going to be. Oh, Molly McGuire, so good to see you. Want to stop by and say hello and fill up on some truth bombs. I miss that handsome. Gosh, I feel oh, you making my head big. Oh, don't don't you do it, Molly? Mom, don't you do it? I come over your house with 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 an apple pie and some ice cream. I'll be knocking on your door. Alamode. <laughs> I'm so silly. Hey, Robin. So good to see you. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I actually used it to talk about a larger issue. Um, you know, uh, Robin says, howdy all. I'm here to say JB. Don't much care for the Oscars chatter. Yeah, I use that as a larger issue to talk about what's going on in the world in places like Palestine, Yemen, um, Afghanistan. Uh, also, what's going on in Saudi Arabia. I'm sorry. Uh, Somalia. Um, my apologies for um, 
yeah, I didn't mean Saudi Arabia. I meant Somalia. So, you know, but some, uh, Saudi Arabia is, you know, pushing a war that's using, you know, weapons from the United States in order to create an atrocity in Yemen that's going on right now. So, yeah, that's what I was that's what I'm using that for basically to talk about. Yeah, I always heard that Jay Edgar was gay and that the mafia had black male protection. Yeah. Look, Jay Edgar Hoover had more fruit flavors than lifesavers. Trust and believe, okay? And even still, he was still an oppressor. So, be less like Jay Edgar Hoover and be more like Marsha P. Johnson. Rest in peace, Marsha P. Johnson. You're a real one. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Picture of this new media. Picture of this new media says, like how the right calls Democrats socialist, communist, and relating it to cultural war politics and the rich. <sighs> we need to correct and take those meanings back away from the DMC. Yeah. It's just like, look. They will co-opt and then misuse the term over and over and over. It's just like, okay, story time. This was a few months ago, and there was a, I was at dialysis, and I was in the waiting room, and there's a, a, an older gentleman that is a, he's on the right. And he considered Donald Trump, he said that's his president. And he loved Trump. Black man. And he was calling, I think he was calling Biden a socialist. Or a Biden, AOC, whatever. He was calling one of them a socialist who was in the Democratic Party. I said, dude, they are not socialists. I said, I am a socialist. I know what it means to be a socialist. They are nowhere near being socialist. And he kept trying to correct me and say, no, they're socialists. That dude was propagandized as hell. Like, yeah. Anything to the right of George W. Bush, they consider socialist. And I'm like, they don't even believe in workers owning the means of production and distribution and community owning shit. They don't even really believe in that. They're not socialists at all. They barely have a socialist bone in their body. AOC is a Democrat. I wouldn't even put her as a social Democrat. I think she's just a Democrat. Or maybe, okay, mildly social Democrat. That's basically as far as I'll put her. Bernie Sanders is in, is in the center. He's a centrist. He's a social Democrat. By definition. Yeah, no. Robin Ryan says, it confines how we identify capitalism does. I don't fit in their itsy-bitsy boxes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh... <laughs> Tony Flowers says, people will be listening to this too. Summer, summer, summertime. 
in a month or two like nothing happened. Yup. People will be listening to Welcome to Miami. They'll be listening to that and acting like nothing happened. They'll be watching them some some I Am Legend and act like nothing happened. On on July 4th, they will be watching Independence Day and act like nothing happened. Because truth be told, nothing really did. He did he did a Rick James. What are the five fingers? Say the face. Slap. That was it. That was it. Like you know, people are still gonna be getting jiggy with it, like Robin Ryan said. <laughs> They're still gonna be getting jiggy with it. Oh, no, 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 no. People aren't gonna, you know. Look, what what Dave Chappelle did was way worse than what Will Smith did. And y'all didn't even remember it until I just said it just now. My goodness. Yeah, Gary. Music will echo an eternity long after most of this will be long forgotten. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. Really? I mean, that's most of what I was going to talk about anyway today. Um, so, yeah. Um, let's uh, keep our eyes on, you know, what's, what's important. Now, if you guys, you know, I mean, of course, some of these things are going to happen. We're going we're gonna to notice and we're going to take notice. But, I mean... It, it, it's good to, you know, escape once in a while, but, you know, let's keep our focus on the main things so that we can keep the heat on the oppressors, whether it means spreading the information so that it people have the healthy outrage against oppression, or if those of us wanted to get into activism so we can go up against uh, these wars um and military industrial complex we can do that or we can use you know our our platforms or our voices you know to help in mutual aid things like that you know just use that instead um and then you know kind of you know and, and keep you know the, the 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 stuff that happens between rich people like a light-hearted like side note because that's pretty much is an asterisk moment. That's pretty much all it really was, you know. So, <gasps> you like how I sing your I sang your name. Say my name, say my name. If no one is around you, say baby I love you. If you ain't fun and games, say my name. <laughs> Sorry. Are your ears bleeding yet? I'm sorry. Uh oh. 
Um, where Pilgrim says Aaron Magruder started an early version of the strip in college. He got it in the Source magazine before getting syndication deal for the strip. He animated series follow. Oh, were you talking about um, Boondocks? Are you guys talking about the Boondocks? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you know what? I hate to say this, but I've never watched the Boondocks. I know of it, but I've never watched it. I know, I know, I know, I know. JB, how could you not see the Boondocks? I'm sorry, I never watched the Boondocks. Please forgive me. But yeah, I never watched them. I know that, you know, from what I hear, it has some pretty base things that they say in there, though. So. Um. Yeah, Robin. Robin says, for me, the question becomes, what are we not talking about as a result? Yeah. I mean, that's a really good qu- That's a really good point. What are we not talking about, you know? And how relevant is it to our lives? And how in the world, you know, like, what, what worth is it for us to put that much stock in it? And how will it change our lives directly if we put more stock into it? And if it does not change our lives in any meaningful way, then why aren't we dismissing it as a two-hour scandal? As a, oh my God, this was crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. Okay, anyway, let's get back on track. Basically. And I'm not telling people what to think. I'm just saying, yes, this happened, but look at this. You know what I mean? That's pretty much what I'm doing. I'm, I'm tr- at least this is my attempt to try to share the stream, please, um, so that people know what's going on. You know, because people need to know what their government is doing. Uh, Jimmy Dore is acting like Will Smith is a violent sociopath. He is blowing out of proportion so badly right now. Look. With comedians, nothing is sacred. Like I said, I'm on team nobody. Yeah. Um... JB, you're seriously missing out on some good, witty, and funny modern black comedy. Boondocks is a must-see for all black people. I know. I'm sorry. Cryptician, please forgive me. I'm sorry. I need to get into it. I just don't know. Look, look, look. A lot of stuff I watch now are just on YouTube. Like, I don't even really watch a lot of stuff, like, on the streaming services. Like, once in a while. I just... I, it's just weird, man. Like... Like, once in a while, I'll get into something. But I've been streaming, like, I've been streaming, like, ending, you know, independent news stuff, you know, lately. I need to, I need to do a little bit of escapism. Like, like, my escapism, 
is uh, a game on my mobile phone that I play. Um, I don't know if you guys would be interested in it, but I'm on there. Um, and a lot of people around the world actually play. But, but yeah, I mean, but at the same time, when something is somewhat escapist, but also socially conscious, that's also a benefit, which is something I like. So I, I need to, I need to check it out. And you know what's funny? I don't know, maybe this might be an idea that's rolling around in my head. What if I, what if I did... I wouldn't be able to do it on YouTube, though. I would have to do it on Patreon. I would have to. But if I did a reaction to Boondocks episodes, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. You know what I mean? Um, do, like, reaction, like, on there. I don't know. I'm thinking, you know, I'm just rolling around ideas in my head right now. So... Maybe. Um, I'm thinking about it. You guys are giving me ideas, though. So I... You know, I appreciate it. Um, I mean, yeah, he could have heckled Will and, Will, Will and, and Jada. He could have. I mean, he, he also could have burned him, you know, verbally. But he didn't. But he moved on. Um, Molly said, maybe you already talked about Pfizer coming out with a new treatment for alopecia. If so, Alrim 1 treatment is done. No, I never did. Don't bother. <laughs> I talked... I, I actually... Uh, I was actually talking about uh, the wars abroad that the United States are involved in. Or that are turning a blind eye towards from oppressive regimes. Uh, that's basically what I was talking about. Um... So, yeah, I wasn't talking about that. But that's actually interesting that Pfizer's coming out with a new treatment for alopecia. But the thing is, is that... Uh, yeah, I, I hate pharmaceutical companies. I just do. Like, do they have some, some you know, I mean... They, and it's based on their greed and profits. That's basically what it's based on. Um, but yeah. Let me see. Um, you can do it on YouTube if the video doesn't show. Take a look at how Chicago reacts, does it? 
Yeah, I could, but you know what? I've actually watched reaction channels where they reacted to stuff and they didn't show the video on YouTube. And to be honest with you, I didn't want to watch it. I want to see what they're seeing at that moment in time. And so, yeah. I mean, but here's... Okay, here's the... Okay, I'm going to sound like a whiny baby right now. But the hell with it. Whatever. Yeah, I could. But then that means I have to edit it afterwards to put it up on YouTube. If I did it on Patreon, then I would have to edit it. You know, because of fair use, you have like only 10 minutes of, of actual footage that you can show. And then, you know, and then you would probably have to put like a watermark over it or something. So then you can actually show it on YouTube. And it's like, if, if I, and I hate edit, oh my god, I hate editing, I can't stand it, I don't want to do it, I hate edit, look, editing is a whole nother job, I personally am not detail oriented, yes, JB is not a detail oriented person, I can talk on camera, and I can present on camera, and I can moderate like a motherfucker, but guess what? I do not, I shan't not edit. I just hate it. Can I do it? Yes. Do I like to do it? No. Because it's boring and just too, like, meticulous. And it takes so much time. I just don't. Like... Being in this space, if you do pre-recorded content and you edit, most of your job is editing. The fun part only lasts a max of two hours. The other eight hours is editing. Yeah, no, I don't know. That's why I'm kind of like, I don't know if I should do it because I just don't like editing. So, yeah, yeah, and no, I can't multitask. I'm supposed to be cleaning and getting ready for Rome to arrive this weekend, and I still haven't finished. Don't tell him I said that, though. And yes, editing can be a run. Uh, everybody at RBN has their specialties and strengths, and they all balance out gloriously. My strengths? I don't know. Strengths? Me? Mm. The jury's still out on that one. Oh. <sighs> Long-time audio producer here. Splicing stuff in advantageous junctures kind of requires editing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. Editing does give me a headache and does make me mentally dizzy. And it makes me itch. It's so annoying. Uh, Robin says, would like to talk to you in Rome. You and Rome are together about fundraising gig I call Around the World in 80 Plates. Ooh, nice title. 
I like it. All right. We'll talk. Okay. So, look, y'all. I love y'all, but I'm tired. I got to go. Um, I got a slice of pizza with my name on it. And I need to rest and chill so that I can get back up and start cleaning. I might have me some more tea so that I can get that caffeine in my system so that I can go. And that tea was good. Oh, that tea was good. That tea. Was, look, look. It was a black tea, and I put a nice amount of honey, and I like a lot of lemon in it, and then also put some ginger in that thing. Ooh, something delicious. Let me tell you, that tea was that tea was was fierce. Um, yeah, Will Smith apologized. Just apologized, Chris Rock. Yeah, okay, cool. All right, all right. I'll you know, Will Smith apologizing. Great, cool, excellent. Um, when is Joe Biden going to, you know, answer for his war crimes? When is Donald Trump going to answer for his war crimes? When is Barack Obama going to answer for his war crimes? When is George W. Bush going to answer for his war crimes? When is Bill Clinton going to answer for his war crimes? What is Ronald Reagan going to be condemned for his war crimes? Need I say more? I love (laughs) y'all. Teachers and educators and beautiful people always watching me. Thank you so much. Um... So, I honestly don't know what's happening next week. I, I should go live again this week, to be honest with you. There's some other stuff I should talk about. But, um, I would like to, I would like to talk about some other things. And also, I, I really am seriously thinking about doing a watch party, um, for each like each month we choose a, a movie um do like a, a watch party like i would like to do like a malcolm x movie watch party um because i think that'd be kind of cool um so that would be something that i can definitely get into um and then we all can just watch it together uh but i don't know if i can do it I don't know if I can do it on YouTube, though. I might have to... I don't know. I have to figure all this stuff out. But when I do, um, you guys will know. Just, you know, stay tuned to the JB Show. I'll post it either in the YouTube or I'll do it on my show Twitter or my personal Twitter, whichever one I choose. I might just do both uh, just to let everybody know. But if you guys are feeling a little generous... Uh, look, a brother's broke, <laughs> so if you guys want to, you know, offer anything uh, to my Patreon or Coffee or any of my other links that I have down below, uh, I have that there. Um, I just want to thank all the Anchor and Coffee supporters that have been helping me keep the lights on. Uh, they help me literally do that um, on this channel. Yeah, because if not, then the lights go off. Um, I just, you know, I'm very humble and thank you for all helping me to do that. 
anybody else, you know, uh, if you guys, you know, and please only if you have an excess, you know, if you don't have an excess in, in, you know, then please, you know, keep it for yourself because people are suffering out here. I don't want you to suffer, you know, don't, don't do it. Um, cause I care, I care more about, you know, just getting the information out there and talking than I do about getting anything, uh, from, from you guys, because you guys are very important. Um, but if you guys, um, also can, um, you know, uh, just make sure to think about something that you're grateful for, you know, that if anything, just please do that. Think about and try to keep yourself in a positive mindset because a lot of people are suffering out here. Yes, we know. But at the same time, um, I just want you guys to be okay because there's a lot going on right now. Um, and I really, I, I hate to see people suffer, even mentally. So try to keep yourself as okay as you possibly can. Drink plenty of water. Um, water your plants. And if you ain't got no plants, get some plants. Uh, smoke some weed. Or not. Just breathe some oxygen. Ah, oxygen. Um, also, leave the world better than you found it, even if it's in a little itty bitty 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 way. Because then that helps somebody's world improve even just a little bit. With that, and only that, I want to say, smoke them if you got them, and I will see you in the next one. Yeah. Hit me one more time. Bum 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 bum.